welcome back to Let Go and Let God. It is summertime here, baby. So the windows are open, the fan is on. Uh, if you hear any sort of ambient chirping and whatnot, that's why. I'll edit any <laughs> sirens and shit like that that's actually distracting, but uh, enjoy some sort of ambient city sounds out there. This is my first recording in a while. I've been editing instead of recording on Sundays because I've gotten a little ahead of my skis with audio. We are starting at Numbers chapter 25, and by the looks of it, we should finish Numbers today. While Israel was staying in Shittim, the men began to indulge in sexual immorality with Moabite women who invited them to sacrifice who invited them to the sacrifices to their gods. The people ate and bowed down before these gods. So Israel joined in worshiping the Baal of Peor, and the Lord's anger burned against them. The Lord said to Moses, Take all the leaders of these people, kill them, and expose them in broad daylight before the Lord, so that the Lord's fierce anger may turn away from Israel. So Moses said to Israel's judges, Each of you must put to death those of your men who have joined in worship, worshiping the Baal of Peor. Then an Israelite man brought to his family a Midianite woman. I hate it when they split up the line breaks. The words in between on a line break, because I can't. It makes it so much harder to sound out. A Midianite woman right before the eyes of Moses and the whole assembly of Israel while they were weeping at the entrance to the tent of meeting. When Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw this, he left the assembly, took a spear in his hand, and followed the Israelite into the tent. He drove the spear through both of them, through the Israelite, and into the woman's body. Then the plague against the Israelites was stopped, but those who died in the plague numbered 24,000. The Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned my anger away from the Israelites. For he was as zealous as I am for my honor among them, so that in my zeal I did not put an end to them. Therefore tell him I am making my covenant of peace with him. He and his descendants will have a covenant of a lasting priesthood, because he was zealous for the honor of his God and made atonement for the Israelites. The name of the Israelite who was killed with the Midianite woman was Zimri, son of Salu, the leader of a Simeonite family. And the name of the Midianite woman who was put to death was Cosby, daughter of Zur, a tribal chief of the Midianite family. The Lord said to Moses, Treat the Midianites as enemies and kill them, because they treated you as enemies when they deceived you in the affair of Peor and their sister Cosby, the daughter of the Midianite leader, the woman who was killed with the plague, came as the result of Peor. After the plague, the Lord said to Moses and Eleazar, son of Aaron the priest, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by families, all those twenty years old or more who are able to serve in the army of Israel. So on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho, Moses and Eleazar the priest spoke with them and said, Take a, <laughs> take a census of men twenty years old or more as the Lord commanded Moses. Oh boy, here we go. These were the Israelites who came out of Egypt. The descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, were through Hanak, the Hanan, Hanak, <laughs> Hanakite clan. I swear this isn't a bit. I really, I, I, this is, this is <sighs> through Palu, the Palu, Palu clan, through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Carmi, 
the Carmite clan. These are the clans of Reuben. Those numbered were 43,730. The sons of Palu were Eliab, and the sons of Eliab were Nemuel, Dathan, and Abri, uh, Abriam, Ab, Abiram. The same... Is it Dathan? It's spelled like Nathan, but with a D. The same Dathan and Abiram were the community officials who rebelled against Moses and Aaron and were among Korah's followers when they rebelled against the Lord. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them along with Korah, whose followers died with the fire when the fire devoured the 250 men, and they served as a warning sign. The line of Korah, however, did not die out. The descendants of Simeon by their clans were, through Nemuel, the Nemuelite clan, through Jamin, the Jamanite clan, through Jachin, the Jachinite clan, through Sarah, the Sarahite clan, through Shaul, the Shaulite clan. These were the clans of Simeon. There were 22,200 men. The descendants of God by their clans were, and that's God spelled with a G-A-D, Agad. Through Zephon, the Zephonite clan, through Haggai, the Haggite clan, through Shuni, the Shunite clan, through Ozni, the Oznite clan, through Eri, the Erite clan, through Aridi, the Aridite clan, through Arli, uh, the Arlite clan. These are the clans of Gad. Those numbered were 40,500. Ur and Onan were the sons of Judah, but they died in Canaan. The descendants of Judah by their clans were through Shelah, the Shelanite clan, through Perez, the Perizzite clan, through Zerah, the Zerahite clan. The descendants of Perez were through Hezron, the Hezronite clan, through Hamul, the Hamulite clan. These were the clans of Judah. Those numbered were 76,500. The descendants of Ishakar by their clans were through Tola, the Tolite clan, through Pua, the Puite clan, through Jeshub, the Jeshbite clan, through Shimron, the Shimerite clan. These are the clans of Ishkar, those numbered 64,300. The descendants of Zebulun by their clans were through Sered, the Sered clan, through Elon, the Elonite clan, through Jalil, the Jalilite, Jalilite clan. These were the clans of Zebulun, those numbered 60,500. The descendants of Joseph by their clans through Manasseh and Ephraim were the descendants of Manasseh. Through Machir, the Mechorite clan, Machir was the father of Gilead. Through Gilead, the Gilead clan. These were the descendants of Gilead. Through Aizar, the Aizarite clan. Through Helek, the Helekite clan. Through Azrael, the Azraelite clan. Through Shechem, the Shechemite clan. Through Shemitah, the Shemitahite clan. Through Hephar, the Hephrite clan. Uh, Zephaliad, son of Hefer, had no sons. He had only daughters. whose names were Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milka, and Terzah. Love the shout out to the ladies in this one. These were the clans of Manasseh, whose numbers were 52,700. These were the descendants of Ephraim by their clans. Through Shutala, the Shutalite clan. Through Becker, the Beckerite clan. Through Tahan, the Tahanite clan. These are the descendants of Shuthalah through Iran, the Iranite clan. These are the clans of Ephraim, those numbered 32,500. These are the descendants of Joseph by their clans. The descendants of Benjamin by their clans were through Bela, the Belaite clan, through Ashbel, the Ashbelite clan, through Ahram, the Ahramite clan, through Shumpa, the Shumpamite clan, through Humpha. Hmm. 
by whom from my clan the descendants of Bela through Ard and Naman or Ard the Ardite clan through Naman the Namite clan these were the clans of Benjamin those numbered 46,600 these were the descendants of Don by their clans through Shuham the Shuhamite clan these were the clans of Dan all of them were Shuhamite clans and those numbered 64,400 the descendants of Asher by their clans were through Imna, the Imnite clan, through Ishvi, the Ishvite clan, through Berah, the Berite clan, through the descendants of Berah, through Heber, the Heberite clan, through Malkiel, the Malkielite clan. Asher had a daughter named Sarah. These were the clans of Asher. Those numbered were 53,400. The descendants of Naphtali by their clans were through Jazil, the Jazilite clan, through Guni, the Gunite clan, through Jezer, the Jezerite clan, through Shilam, the Shilamite clan. Those are the clans of Naphtali, those numbered 45,400. The total number of the men of Israel were 601,730. The Lord said to Moses, the land is to be allotted to them as an inheritance based on the number of names. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance. To a smaller group, give a smaller one. Each is to receive its inheritance according to the numbers of those listed. Be sure that the land is distributed by lot. What each group inherits will be according to the names for its ancestral tribe. An inheritance is to be distributed by lot among the larger and smaller groups. These were the Levites who were counted by their clans. Through Gershon, the Gershonite clan. Through Kohath, the Kohathite clan. Through Merari, the Merarite clan. There were also Levite clans, the Libnite clan, the Hebronite clan, the Malite clan, the Moshite clan, the Korite clan. Kohath was the father of Amram. The name of Amram's wife was Jochebed, a descendant of Levi who was born to the Levites in Egypt. To Amram, she born Aaron, Moses, and their sister Miriam. Aaron was the father of Nadab and Abihu, Elizar, and Ethmar. But Nadab and Abihu died when they made an offering before the Lord with unauthorized fire. All the, male, all the male Levites a month old or more number 23,000. They were not counted among with the other Israelites because they received no inheritance among them. These are the ones counted by Moses and Eleazar, the priest, when they counted the Israelites on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from the Jericho. Not one of them was among those counted by Moses and Aaron, the priest, when they counted the Israelites in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had told those Israelites they would surely die in the desert, and not one of them was left except Caleb, some son of Jephunneh and Joshua, son of Nun. The daughters of Zelphaled, son of Hefer, the son of Gilead, the son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, belonged to the clans of Manasseh, son of Joseph. The names of the daughters were Mala, Noah, Hogla, Milcah, and Tizra. They approached the entrance to the tent of meeting and stood before Moses, Eleazar the priest, the leaders, and the whole assembly, and said, Our father died in the desert. He was not among Korah's followers who banded together against the Lord, but he died for his own sin and left no sons. Why should our father's name disappear from his clan because he had no son? Give us property among our father's relatives. So Moses brought their case before the Lord, and the Lord said to him, What Zelophehad's daughters... It's going to be different every time. I'm so sorry. What Zelophehad's daughters are saying is right. You must certainly give them property as an inheritance among their father's relatives and turn their father's inheritance over to them. Say to the Israelites, if a man dies and leaves no son, turn his inheritance over to his daughter. If he has no daughter, give his inheritance to his brother. If he has no brothers, give his inheritance to his father's brothers. If his father has no brothers, give his inheritance to the nearest relative in his clan, that he may possess it. This is to be a legal requirement for the Israelites, as the Lord commanded Moses. 
Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain into Abraham range and see the land I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people as your son Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honor me as holy before their eyes. These are the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. Moses said to the Lord, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all mankind, appoint a man over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so the Lord's people will not be like sleep without sheep without a sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of an, son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and lay your hand on him. Have him stand by before Eleazar the priest in the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out, and at his command they will come in. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and had him stand before Eleazar the priest in the whole assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him, as the Lord instructed through Moses. The Lord said to Moses, Give this command to the Israelites and say to them, See that you present to me at the appointed time the food for my offering made by fire as an aroma pleasing to me. Say to them, This is the offering made by fire that you are to present to the Lord. Two lambs a year old without defect as a regular burnt offering each day. Prepare one lamb in the morning and the other at twilight, together with a grain offering of a tenth of epa, a fine flour mixed with a quarter of hin of oil from pressed olives. This is the regular burnt offering instituted at Mount Sinai as a pleasing aroma, an offering made to the Lord by fire. The accompanying drink offering is to be a quarter of hin fermented drink with each lamb. Pour out the drink offering to the Lord at the sanctuary. Prepare the second lamb at twilight, along with the same kind of grain offering and drink offering that you prepare in the morning. This is an offering made by fire, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, make an offering of two lambs a year old without defect, together when it's drink offering and a grain offering of two-tenths of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath in addition to the regular burnt offering and drink offering. On the first of every month, Present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven males, a year old, all without defect. With each bull there is to be a grain offering of three-tenths of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil with the ram, a grain offering of two-tenths of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil, and with each lamb a grain offering a tenth of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil. This is for a burnt offering, a pleasing aroma to the Lord, an offering made to the Lord by fire. With each bull there is to be a drink offering of half a hin of wine with the ram a third of hin, and with each lamb a quarter of hin. This is the monthly burnt offering to be made at each new moon during the year. Beside the regular burnt offering with its drink offering, one male goat is to be presented to the Lord as a sin offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month, the Lord's Passover is to be held. On the fifteenth day of this month, there is to be a festival. For seven days, eat bread made without yeast. On the first day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Present to the Lord an offering made by fire, a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With each bull, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil, with ram two-tenths, and with each the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. Prepare these in addition to the regular morning burnt offering. In this way, prepare the food for the offering made by fire every day for seven days as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. 
It is to be prepared in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. On the day of first fruits, when you present to the Lord an offering of new grain during the first of weeks, feast of weeks, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Present a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. With each bull, there is to be a grain offering of three tenths and an epa of fine flour mixed with oil, with the ram two tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one tenth. Include one male goat to make atonement for you. Prepare these together with their drink offerings in addition to the regular burnt offerings and its grain offerings. Be sure animals are without defect. On the first day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. As an aroma pleasing to the Lord, prepare a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an epa of fine flour mixed with oil, with the ram two-tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. These are, in addition to the monthly and daily burnt offerings with their grain offerings and drink offerings as specified, they are offerings made to the Lord by fire, a pleasing aroma. On the tenth day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly. You must deny yourselves and do no work. Present as an aroma pleasing to the Lord a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths of an epa of fine, epa of fine flour mixed with oil, with the ram two-tenths, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the sin offering for the atonement and the regular burnt offerings with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the 15th day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly and do no regular work. Celebrate a festival to the Lord for seven days. Present an offering made by fire as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, a burnt offering of 13 bulls, two rams, and 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With each of the 13 bulls, prepare a grain offering of three-tenths an epa of fine flour mixed with oil. With each of the two rams, two-tenths, and with each of the fourteen lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the second day, prepare twelve young bulls, two rams and fourteen male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. On the third day, prepare 11 bulls, 2 rams, and 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the fourth day, prepare 10 bulls, 2 rams, 14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offering, their drinks offering according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the fifth day, prepare nine bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, with the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the sixth day, prepare eight bulls, two rams, and fourteen male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the seventh day, prepare seven bulls, two rams, 
14 male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bulls, rams, and lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and drink offering. On the eighth day, hold an assembly and do no regular work. Present an offering made by fire as an aroma pleasing to the Lord, a burnt offering of one bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, the ram, and the lambs, prepare their grain offerings and drink offerings according to the number specified. Include one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with his grain offering and drink offering. In addition to what you vow and your free will offerings, free will offerings, prepare these for the Lord at your appointed feasts, your burnt offerings, grain offerings, grain offerings, drink offerings, and fellowship offerings. Moses told the Israelites, all that the Lord commanded him. Moses said to the heads of the tribes of Israel, This is what the Lord commands. When a man makes a vow to the Lord or takes an oath to obligate himself to a pledge, he must not break his word, but he must do everything he said. When a young woman still living in her father's house makes a vow to the Lord or obligates herself by a pledge, and her father hears about her vow or pledge but says nothing to her, then all her vows and every pledge by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her father forbids her when he hears it, none of her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. The Lord will release her because her father has forbidden her. If she marries after she makes a vow or after her lips utter a rash promise by which she obligates herself and her husband hears about it but says nothing to her, then her vows or the pledges by which she obligates herself will stand. But if her husband forbids her when he hears about it, he nullifies the vow that obligates her or the rash promise by which she obligates herself, and the Lord will release her. Any vow or obligation taken by a widow or divorced woman will be binding on her. If a woman living with her husband makes a vow or obligates herself by a pledge under oath, and her husband hears about it but says nothing to her and forbids her, then all her vows or the pledges by which she obligated herself will stand. But if her husband nullifies them when he hears about them, then none of the vows or pledges that came from her lips will stand. Her husband has nullified them, and the Lord will release her. Her husband may confirm or nullify any vow she makes or any sworn pledge to defend herself. But if her husband says nothing to her about it from day to day, then he confirms all her vows or the pledges binding on her. He confirms them by saying nothing to her when he hears about them. If, however, he nullifies them sometime after he hears about them, then he is responsible for her guilt. These are the regulations the Lord gave Moses concerning relationships between a man and his wife and between a father and his young daughter still living in his house. The Lord said to Moses, Take vengeance on the Mid Midianites for the Israelites. After that, you will be gathered to your people. So Moses said to the people, Arm some of your men to go to war against the Midianites and to carry out the Lord's vengeance on them. Send into battle a thousand men from each of the tribes of Israel. So twelve thousand men armed for battle, a thousand from each tribe were supplied by the clans of Israel. Moses sent them into battle, a thousand from each tribe, along with Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the priest, who took with him articles from the sanctuary and the trumpets for signaling. They fought against Midian, as the Lord commanded Moses, and killed every man. Among their victims were Evi, Rechem, Zer, Hur, and Reba, the five kings of Midian. They also killed Balaam, son of Beor, with the sword. The Israelites captured the Midianite women and children and took all the Midianite herds, flocks, and goods as plunder. They burned all the towns where the Midianites had settled, as well as all their camps. They took all the plunder and spoils, including the people and animals, and brought the captives, spoils, and plunder to Moses and Eleazar the priest, 
and the Israelite assembly at their camp on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from the Jericho. Moses said to Eleazar the priest and all the leaders of the community went to meet them outside the camp. Moses was angry with the officers of the army, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds who followed from the battle, who returned from the battle. Have you, have you allowed all the women to live? He asked them. They were the ones who followed Balaam's advice and were the means of turning the Israelites away from the Lord in what happened at Peor, so that a plague struck the Lord's people. Now kill all the boys and kill every woman who has slept with a man, but save for yourselves every girl who has never slept with a man. All of you who have killed anyone or touched anyone who was killed must stay outside the camp seven days. On the third and seventh day, you must purify yourselves and your captives. Purify every garment as well as everything made of leather, goat hair, or wood. Then Eleazar the priest said to the soldiers who had gone into battle, This is the requirement of the law that the Lord gave Moses. Gold, silver, bronze, iron, tin, lead, and anything else that can withstand fire must be put through the fire, and then it will be clean. But it must also be purified with the water of cleansing. And whatever cannot withstand fire must be put through that water. On the seventh day, wash your clothes and you will be clean. Then you may come into the camp. The Lord said to Moses, You and Eleazar the priest and the family heads of the community are to count all of the people and animals that were captured. Divide the spoils between the soldiers who took part in the battle and the rest of the community. From the soldiers who fought in the battle, set apart as tribute for the Lord, one of every five hundred, whether persons, cattle, donkeys, sheep, or goats. Take this tribute from their half share and give it to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part. From Israelites half, the select one of every fifty, whether persons, cattle, donkeys, sheep, goats, or other animals. Give them to the Levites who are responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. So Moses and Eleazar the priest did as the Lord commanded Moses. The plunder remaining from the spoils of the soldiers took were 670,000 sheep, 72,000 cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 women who had never slept with a man. The half share of those who fought in the battle was 337,500 sheep, of which the tribute for the Lord was 675, 36,000 cattle, of which the tribute for the Lord was 72, 30,500 donkeys, of which the tribute for the Lord was 61, 16,000 people, of which the what the fuck does that mean? 16,000 people of which the tribute for the Lord was 32. Moses gave the tribute to Eleazar the priest as the Lord's part as the Lord commanded Moses. The half belonged to the Israelites, which Moses set apart from that of the fighting men. The community's half was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 people. From the Israelites' half... Moses selected one out of every 50 persons and animals as the Lord commanded him and gave them to the Levites who were responsible for the care of the Lord's tabernacle. Then the officers who were over the units of the army, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds, went to Moses and said to him, Your services, your servants have counted the soldiers under our command and not one is missing. So we have brought as an office offering to the Lord the gold articles each of us acquired. Anklets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and necklaces to make atonement for ourselves before the Lord. Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted from them the gold, all the crafted articles, all the gold from the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds that Moses and Eleazar presented as a gift to the Lord with 16,750 shekels. Each soldier had taken plunder for himself. 
Moses and Eleazar the priest accepted the gold from the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting as a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord. The Reubenites and the Gadites, who had very large herds and flocks, saw that the lands of Jazir and Gilead were suitable for livestock. So they came to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the leaders of the community and said, Adaroth, Dibon, Jazir, Nimrah, Heshbon, Eliele, Seba, Nibon, and beyond, the land the Lord subdued before the people of Israel are suitable for livestock, and your servants have livestock. If we have found favor in your eyes, let this land be given to your servants as our possession. Do not make us cross the Jordan. Moses said to the Gadites and Reubenites, Shall your countrymen go to war while you sit here? Why do you discourage the Israelites from going over into the land the Lord has given them? This is what your fathers did when I sent them from Kadesh Barnea to look over the land. After they went up to the valley of Eshcol and viewed the land, they discouraged the Israelites from entering the land the Lord had given them. The Lord's anger was aroused that day, and he swore this oath. Because they have not followed me wholeheartedly, not one of the men twenty years old or more who came up out of Egypt will see the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not one except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, son of Nun, for they followed the Lord wholeheartedly. The Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he made them wander in the desert for forty years, while the whole generation of those who had done evil in his sight was gone. And here you are, a brood of sinners, standing in the place of your fathers and making the Lord even more angry with Israel. If you turn away from the following, if you turn away from following Him, He will leave again all these people, all this people in the desert, and you will be the cause of their destruction. Then they came up to Him and said, "We would like to build pens here for our livestock and cities for our women and children, but we are ready to arm ourselves and go ahead of the Israelites until we have brought them to their place." Meanwhile, our women and children will live in fortified cities for protection. I just lost my place. Where are my eyes? Meanwhile, our women and children will live in fortified cities for protection from the inhabitants of the land. We will not return to our homes until every Israelite has received his inheritance. He will not receive any inheritance with them on the other side of the Jordan because our inheritance has come to us on the east side of the Jordan. Then Moses said to them, if you will do this, if you will arm yourselves before the Lord for battle, and if all of you will go armed over the Jordan before the Lord until he has driven his enemies out before him, then when the land is subdued before the Lord, you may return and be free from your obligation to the Lord and to Israel, and this land will be your possession before the Lord. But if you fail to do this, you will be sinning against the Lord, and you may be sure that your sin will find you out. Build cities for your women and children and pens for your flocks, but do what you have promised." The Gadites and Reubenites said to Moses, We, your servants, will do as the Lord commands. Our children and wives, our flocks and herds, will remain here in the cities of Gilead. But your servants, every man armed for battle, will cross over to fight before the Lord, just as our Lord says. Then Moses gave orders about them to Eleazar the priest and Joshua son of Nun and to the family heads of the Israelite tribes. He said to them, If the Gadites and Reubenites, every man armed for battle, cross over the Jordan with you before the Lord, then when the land is subdued before you, give them to the land of Gilead as their possession. But if they do not cross over with you armed, they must accept their possession with you in Canaan. The Gadites and Reubenites answered, Your servants will do what the Lord has said. We will cross over before the Lord into Canaan armed, but the property we inherit will be on this side of the Jordan. The Moses gave to the Gadites, the Reubenites, the half-tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, king of Bashan, the whole land with its cities and the territory around them. 
The Ganites built up Dibian, Adaroth, Aror, Atroth, Shapam, Jazir, Gogbaha, Beth Nimrah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Amen. Beth Nimrah and Beth Haran as fortified cities and built pens for their flocks. And the Reubenites rebuilt Heshbon, Elielah, and Kiriathim, as well as Nebo and Balmion. These names were changed. And Sibma, they gave names to the cities they built. The descendants of Machir, son of Manasseh, went to Gilead, captured it, and drove out the Amorites who were there. So Moses gave Gilead to the Machrites, the descendants of Manasseh, and they settled there. Jar, a descendant of Manasseh, captured their settlements and called them Havas Jar. And Noba captured Kenath and its surrounding settlements and called it Noba after himself. Fucking nice. Same, bro. Ooh, a summary. Here are the stages in the journey of the Israelites when they came out of Egypt by divisions under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. I picture my friend Aaron every time I read Aaron. At the Lord's command, Moses recorded the stages in their journey. This is the journey by stages. The Israelites... (laughs) The Israelites set out from Ramesses on the 15th day of the first month, the day after the Passover. They marched out boldly in full view of all the Egyptians who were burying all their firstborn, whom the Lord had struck down among them, for the Lord had brought judgment on their gods. The Israelites left Ramesses and camped at Succoth. They left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. They left Etham, turned back to Pi-ha-herath, to the east of Baal Zephon and camped near Migdal. They left Pi Harath <laughs> and passed through the sea into the desert, where they had traveled for three days in the desert of Etham. They camped at Marah. They left Marah and went to Elam, where there were twelve springs and seventy palm trees, and they camped there. They left Elam and camped by the Red Sea. They left the Red Sea and camped in the desert of Sin. They left the desert of Sin and camped at Dafka. They left Dafka and camped at Alush. They left Alush and camped at Rephdim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They left Rephdim and camped in the desert of Sinai. They left the desert of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hatva. They left Kibroth Hatva and camped at Hazroth. They left Hazroth and camped at Rithma. They left Rithma and camped at Rimon Perez. They left Rimon Perez and camped at Libna. They left Libna and camped at Rissa. They left Rissa and camped at Kelchilahath. They left Kelchilahath and camped at Mount Shefer. They left Mount Shefer and camped at Haradah. They left Haradah and camped at Makalath. They left Makalath and camped at Tahath. They left Tahath and camped at Terah. They left Terah and camped at Mithka. They left Mithka and camped at Hashmanah. They left Hashmanah and camped at Mosroth. They left Mosroth and camped at Benajkan. They left Benajkan and camped at Hor Hagidad. Hagidgad. They left Hor Hagidad and camped at Jotbathath. Jotbath. They left Jotbaha and camped at Abrana. They left Abrana and camped at Ezengeber. <laughs> they left Ezengeber and camped at Kadesh in the desert of Zin. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor. On the border of Edom, at the Lord's command, Aaron the priest went up Mount Hor, where he died on the first day of the fifth month of the fortieth year after the Israelites came out from Egypt. Aaron was a hundred and twenty-three years old when he died on Mount Hor. The Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev of Canaan, Canaan, Canaan maybe, I don't know, 
heard that the Israelites were coming, they left Mount Hor and camped at Zelmonah. They left Zelmonah and camped at Punan. They left at Punan and camped at Oboth. They left Oboth and camped at Ayr Abrim on the border of Moab. They left uh, Ayim and camped at Dibon Gad. They left Dibon Gad and camped at Alman Diblathaim. They left Alman Diblathaim and camped in the mountains of Abram near Nebo. They left the mountains of Abram and camped on the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from Jericho. There are the plains on Moab that camped uh, along the Jordan from Beth Chesmoth to Ebel Shittim. On the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from the Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into Canaan, drive out all the inhabitants of the land before you. Destroy all their carved images and their cast idols and demolish all their high places. Take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have given you the land to possess. Distribute the land by lot according to your clans. To a larger group, give a larger inheritance, and to a smaller group, a smaller one. Whatever falls to them by lot will be theirs. Distribute it according to your ancestral tribes. But if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land, those you allow to remain will become barbs in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will give you trouble in the land where you live, and then I will do what I plan to do to them. The Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites and say to them, When you enter Canaan, the land that will be allotted to you as an inheritance will have these boundaries. Your southern side will include some of the desert of Zin along the border of Edom. On the east, your southern boundary will start from the end of the Salt Sea, across south of Scorpion Pass, continue on to Zin, and go south to Kadesh Barnea. Then it will go to Hazar Adar and over to Asman, where it will turn, join the Wadi of Egypt and end at the sea. Your western boundary will be the coast of the Great Sea. This will be your boundary on the west. For your northern boundary, run a line from the Great Sea to Mount Hor and from Mount Hor to Lebo, Lebo Hamath, and then the boundary will go to Zadad. Continue to Zifrun and end it at Hazar Inan. This will be your boundary on the north. For your eastern boundary, run a line from Hazar Inan to Shepham. The boundary will go down from Sifam to Ribla on the east side of Ain and continue along the slopes east of the Sea of Kinnereth. Then at the boundary will go down along the Jordan and end at the Salt Sea. This will be your land with its boundaries on every side. Moses commanded the Israelites assign this land by lot as an inheritance. The Lord has ordered that it be given to the nine and a half tribes because the families of the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have received their inheritance. These two and a half tribes have received their inheritance on the east side of the Jordan of Jericho toward the sunrise. The Lord said to Moses, These are the names of the men who are to sign the who are to assign the land for you as inheritance, Eleazar the priest and Joshua son of Nun, and appoint one leader from each of the tribe, from each tribe to help assign the land. These are their names Caleb son of Jephunneh from the tribe of Judah, Shimuel son of Amihud from the tribe of Simeon, Elidad son of Kislan from the tribe of Benjamin, Buki son of Jogli, the leader from the tribe of Dan, Haniel son of Aphad, the leader from the tribe of Manasseh, son of Joseph, Kemuel son of Shipton, the leader of the tribe of Ephraim, son of Joseph, Elizaphan son of Parnach, the leader of the tribe of Zebulun, Paltiel, son of Azan, the leader from the tribe of Ishkar, Ahud, son of Shilomi, the leader from the tribe of Asher, 
Pediel, son of Amihud, the leader of the tribe of Nephtali. These are the men the Lord commanded to assign the inheritance to the Israelites in the land of Canaan. On the plains of Moab by the Jordan across from the Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Command the Israelites to give the Levites towns to live in from the inheritance the Israelites will possess, and give them pasture lands around the towns. Then they will have towns to live in and pasture lands for their cattle, flocks, and all their other livestock. The pasture lands allow the towns Around the towns that you give the Levites will extend out 1,500 feet from the town wall. Outside the town measure 3,000 feet on the east side, 3,000 on the south side, 3,000 on the west, and 3,000 on the north with a town in the center. They will have this area as pasture lands for the towns. Six of the towns you give the Levites will be cities of refuge to which a person who has killed, who has killed someone may flee. In addition, give them 42 other towns. In all, you must give the Levites 48 towns together with the pasture lands. The towns you give the Levites from the land the Israelites possess are to be given in proportion to the inheritance of each tribe. Take many towns from a tribe that has many, but few from one that has few. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into Canaan, select some towns to be your cities of refuge, to which a city who has killed someone accidentally may flee. They will be places of refuge from the avenger, so that a person accused of murder may not die before he stands trial before the assembly. These six towns you give will be your cities of refuge. Give three towns. These six towns. <laughs> these six towns you give will be your cities of refuge. Give three of this side of the Jordan and three in Canaan as cities of refuge. These six towns will be a place of refuge for Israelites, aliens, and any other people living among them, so that anyone who has killed another accidentally can flee there. If a man strikes someone with an iron object so that he dies, he is a murderer, and the murderer should be put to death. Or if anyone has a stone in his hand that could kill, and he strikes someone so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer should be put to death. Or if anyone has a wooden object in his hand that could kill, and he hits someone so that he dies, he is a murderer. The murderer shall be put to death. The avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death. Murderer to death. When he meets him, he shall put him to death. If anyone with malice, afreth, if anyone with malice, if anyone with, if anyone with malice, aforethought shoves another, shoves another or throws something at him intentionally so that he dies or if in hostility he hits him with his fist so that he dies the person shall be put to death he is a murderer the avenger of blood shall put the murderer to death when he meets him but if without hostility someone suddenly shoves another or throws something at him unintentionally or without seeing him drops a stone on him that could kill him and he dies then since he is not his enemy and he did not intend to harm him, the assembly must judge between him and the avenger of blood according to these regulations. The assembly must protect the one accused of murder from the avenger of blood and send him back to the city of refuge to which he fled. He must stay there until the death of a high priest, of the high priest who is anointed with holy oil. But if the accused ever goes outside the limits of the city of refuge to which he has fled, and the avenger of blood finds him outside the city, the avenger of blood may kill the accused without being guilty of murder. The accused must stay in his city of refuge until the death of the high priest. Only after the death of the high priest may he return to his own property. These are to be legal requirements for you throughout the generations to come, whether you live wherever you live. 
Anyone who kills a person is to be put to death as a murderer only on testimony of witness. But no one is to be put to death on the testimony of only one witness. Do not accept ransom for the life of a murderer who deserves to die. He must surely be put to death. Do not accept do not accept a ransom for anyone who has fled to a city of refuge and so allow him to go back and live on his own land before the death of a high priest. Do not pollute the land where you are. Bloodshed pollutes the land and atonement cannot be made for the land on which blood has been shed, except by the blood of the one who shed it. Do not defile the land where you lived and where I dwell, for I, the Lord, dwell among the Israelites. The family heads of the clan of Gilead, son of Machir, the son of Manasseh, who were from the clans of the descendants of Joseph, came and spoke before Moses and the leaders, the heads of the Israelite families. They said, When the Lord commanded my Lord to give the land as an inheritance to the Israelites by lot, he ordered you to give the inheritance of our brother Zelophehad to his daughters. Now suppose they marry men from other Israelite tribes. Then their inheritance will be taken away from our ancestral inheritance and added to that tribe they marry into. And so part of the inheritance allotted to us will be taken away. When the year of Jubilee for the Israelites comes, their inheritance will be added to that of the tribe into which they marry, and their property will be taken from the tribal inheritance of our forefathers. Then at the Lord's command, Moses gave this order to the Israelites, what the tribe of the descendants of Joseph is saying is right. This is what the Lord, this is what the Lord commands for Zelophehad's daughters. They may marry anyone they please as long as they marry within the tribal clan of their father. No inheritance in Israel is to pass from tribe to tribe, for every Israelite shall keep the tribal land inherited from his forefathers. Every daughter who inherits land in any Israelite tribe must marry someone in her father's tribal clan so that every Israelite will possess the inheritance of his father. No inheritance may pass from tribe to tribe, for each Israelite tribe is to keep the land it inherits. So Zelophead's daughters did as the Lord commanded Moses. Zelophead's daughters, Mahal, Mala, Tirzah, Hagla, Milcah, and Noah mar married their cousins on their father's side. They married within the clan of the descendants of Manasseh, son of Joseph, and their inheritance remained in their father's clan and tribe. These are the commands and regulations the Lord gave through Moses to the Israelites on the plan of Moab by the Jordan across from the Jericho. And that's where we are going to end it today. And we'll start Deuteronomy next week. Let go and let God.